for watching and listening to Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition. This is episode 396. I'm your host, Stevie, alongside Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. It's a say, some, say something hat day. That's why I'm wearing this hat. Oh, I like that. Thank I was thinking you. you were giving me a little comic chameleon oh. boy George look. Come oh. come, can you sing us a few bars? Come a come a come a come a come a chameleon. You come and go, right? That's how it goes. You come and go. Ooh. Yes. It, <laughs> you come. <laughs> Love it. I mean, I will give Boy George all day if if that's what it takes. I love Boy George. I love Culture Club. That was such a Oh, vibe. yes, honey. Oh, yes. Love it. Well, happy Wednesday, happy hump day on this pre-Labor Day weekend as we sort of say goodbye to summer. Really excited about that. Um, you know, Friday night, we are going to be going to the Disco Oasis in Central Park, which I'm really excited. Me You're too. coming. Joe is coming. We got a crew. And for those of you listening, it's the final weeks of what's called Disco Oasis. It's produced by Nile Rogers of the chic fame back in the day in the, the 70s. Best. You may know him also from Madonna. He produced the Like a Virgin album and it's centered right on the east side of Central Park. It is a full on disco oasis. I am so excited. I have my roller skates ready to go. My <gasps> Fringe outfit ready to go. Oh, fringe queen. Uh, fringe dancing queen will be in the house. Oh, hopefully they play some culture club. Uh, yeah, wouldn't that be so fun? Oh I know. God, yes. Or some <laughs> We Are Family Ooh. would be fun. Or anything by Cheryl Lee, Cheryl Lynn. Yeah. Uh, Shaka Khan would be. What would be on your favorite list of songs? To be heard. Diana Ross, the oh, boss. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> you, can't, you can't have a 70s night without the boss. It is. And some ABBA. Gimme, gimme, oh, yeah, gimme. With my fringe? Absolutely. Gimme, <laughs> gimme, gimme. <laughs> Lady Marmalade. Oh, Ooh. 100%. We better hear some weather girls in there, too. Oh, I That can't would be wait. some fun. Obviously, Earth, Wind, and Fire. We <gasps> can't have just... And can we say Donna... I'm, done. I'm ready. Donna, Donna Summer. Summer. Yes. I'm so excited. I have just super excited for this it's going to be so fun we will of course be posting pictures of our experience at tags podcast but we want to hear from you anybody watching us live right now let us know what you're planning on doing on the final weekend of summer labor day of course we know summer goes on a little bit longer but you know school's yeah. back in session so and we are reformatting the show just slightly of course as we always like to do on this show Shout out to Andrew, who listens to us every week. And Andrew, you can, um, boy, thank you for shouting out to us, Andrew. I've been going through your Twitter account, silhouette underscore town. And I love, love your, what you produce. I love your muscle 
body and everything. Uh, Andrew says that at oh. tags podcast always makes my work day a little bit better in this climate. He said, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You he looked that Instagram handle my way. I will. He's a power lifter. It looks Apollo. like he has a yes. partner. That's also a power lifter. And it's like, they are going hardcore. So I am excited about them listening to us. Thank you so much for that. We have to just get this out of the way, but monkeypox, we're just going to get this out of the way so you can enjoy your Labor Day weekend, but there's kind of some good news. So this just came out. The pace of new cases of monkeypox has begun to slow down. The number of cases reported per day have dropped 24% here in the U.S., over the past two weeks, and experts warn it might be too early to tell if this will last, but it's a good sign, right? And oh, yeah. when asked by uh, authorities as to why numbers might have been dropping, it's that people, the awareness factor is out there, people are modifying their behavior as we reported on last week, on people having less random hookup sex. And of course, there are more vaccines. Um, right before we started the show, Cody, one of our listeners uh, on social media, Julian, said he got his second dosage of a shot. Oh, wow. And that's the thing. I haven't gotten mine. And I know here in New York City, we are able to get our second dosage just yet he wrote to us i just got my second monkeypox dose and was told by the nurse to not get the new covid booster that comes out tomorrow september 1st and wait for weeks to get it wait four weeks oh, wow. excuse me wait four weeks to get it but i think mm -hmm. i'll wait a little more than that apparently the side effects of having them both so close in between can cause serious damage to the heart Ooh, oh my I know goodness. you. Um, thank you for keeping us updated. I asked him where he listens to us because I was just a little bit curious on that. But I know here in New York, they're not even available. But it is interesting fact, Cody, because the the new COVID boosters mm -hmm. are coming out this fall. And we know the monkeypox one is going to be coming out. Probably they're going to be aligning around the same time. What? Why would so, they do this to us? We have to I, choose? So once again, we have to be our own advocate and our own healthcare provider practically and get the knowledge. And I appreciate this, that you're going to have to just time it out if it's somehow you want to get, I would say, get the monkeypox second batch when too. it's available first and wait four weeks you know, later on in September to get that, if you could. Yeah. If I was to recommend something as not as a non-medical professional. <laughs> I know, right? As a host. Do what makes but, you comfortable. And but that's kind of what I would do. Provider. Yeah, yeah, right. That's it, what I probably would do as well. I'm looking to get my second shot as well. So I'm, uh, Xavier in, he's in, I believe he's in NYC. He just said he you can get your dose outside of NYC. So I'm asking him where. If you can let me know where, just let me know where. Yeah, New Jersey, I heard somebody is. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Um, Blake says, who is Steve talking to? Oh, <laughs> a power. <laughs> Listen, just a listener over there. <laughs> um, yes. All right. We've got to move on. We are live, and we are on our new platform, by the way, vocal.com 
uh, forward slash shows forward slash tags hyphen live and this is our new home now so yes all right we got to get into the show were there any comments cody though before you wanted to move on or can we move on um blake says he can't hear you but i'm asking everybody if they can hear you oh ooh, i know but it, they, it's it, your, it says your microphone is live and i'm just asking nobody can hear me i don't know everybody can hear you i hear steve but not cody oh they can't hear me can you hear me can you guys can, hear me? I can hear you really well. Uh, uh oh. Hmm. I hear uh, both Xavier. Both. Okay. Keep going. Let's keep going. I think if we hear it on this end, it's it's. You can also check us out on our YouTube channel, which we are producing it live right now for some reason. YouTube.com forward slash tags podcasts. And yeah, I think we're good. Cody, should I we keep going? Yes. We should okay. keep going. Well, we were talking about Bad Bunny the other day at the VMAs where he was kissing one of his background dancers, hearkening it a little bit to some people were saying Madonna when she kissed Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears. A lot of people are asking on social media, was Bad Bunny queer baiting to the community? But one writer, Bernardo Sim, wrote that people are really missing the point um of what he was really doing for starters the song that he was singing titi me pregunto um <laughs> what starts with wedding bells playing in the background and a silhouette of a wedding chapel bunny appears on stage the song is really about having your aunties constantly asking you about your girlfriends during family gatherings this is uh -huh. kind of like a puerto rican a latin thing right cody yeah i believe so i yeah, mean the, my aunties always be asking me what's going on in your business <laughs> the song talks about yeah the song talks about the pressure of answering that question no matter which answers you're able to give though the song does not come from a queer perspective this dynamic is definitely something that queer people can relate to and like i said it harkens back it was kind of a wink and a nod to madonna i feel but i don't think it was really queer baiting at all as the writer writes at the very end of the piece which i thought was very acute bunny knew that kissing a man at the vmas would read as shock value he probably also knew that some critics would accuse him of queer baiting but bunny's entire point to shock people and grab their attention has been to show that the quote-unquote macho archetype in Latin America is completely outdated and unnecessary, even for artists who want to break into the mainstream. A male Latin singer can be one of the world's biggest pop stars without relying on the tired old tropes of misogyny and homophobia. Bunny is actively telling and showing men how to loosen up and get comfortable with themselves, or at least how to stop being prejudiced machistas. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Oh, which, sorry, which feels like a completely different intention and context than queer baiting. So oh, yes. I agree with that assessment of that very acute assessment of what he was saying, that it's not queer baiting. It's actually, a, first of all, it was part of the song. Yeah. And he was really putting out there an, an age old stereotype and familial thing that happens within latin culture what were your thoughts on it i agree with you i agree with the the story that was out there and 
Look, if you look at it this way, the purpose of queer baiting is to gain popularity, but Bad Bunny is already popular. He doesn't need to do something like this in order to garner favor with us. Like you said, from my perspective, all he's doing is the exact opposite. He's using his popularity to break down tired social constructs like toxic, toxic masculinity and homophobia. So applause to Bad Bunny for this because I think that he is really great and he's really doing groundbreaking work out there. Absolutely. And by the way, we should mention he was in a blockbuster, one of the last blockbuster hits of 2022 this summer with Brad Pitt. Ooh. The, um, I forget what the movie what is. Movie is it? Oh, oh, it just I got to Google it, girl. Yeah, no, find it out. Yeah, it was the last breakthrough summer hit of the season, and it's um, like a hit. So he's doing really well. So Bullet Train. Bullet Train, yeah. So he's doing really well. I'm not worried about him, and I love yeah. what he is doing, pushing the boundaries like a good pop star does. And this one happens to be a Latin male pop star who is doing it his way, just like Lil Nas X does, just like That's all right. of, like a good pop star does. By the way, our Julian, who listens to us, who gave us that last bit of information about monkeypox, where he got his second dose, is in Tampa, Florida. Okay. So apparently in Tampa, Florida, you can get your second dose right now. We better step up to the plate right now, though, soon and get ours. New Florida got it then. New York need to oh, hurry up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I wasn't Sorry, really happy when I read that. Yeah, exactly. I love you, Florida. I'm coming to Tampa soon, girl. Okay. <laughs> Are you really? I am. Yeah, I'm going to go see my friend. Oh, okay. Me and Joe. And then we're probably going to go visit his family. So. Gotcha. I'll be in Fort Lauderdale in February because I'm going to be on the Vakaya cruise. Oh, girl. Going to the Caribbean. So I will be in Fort Lauderdale for a few days and I'm excited about that. All right. Well, we have Cody. I got to ask you this question as a yes, superhero sir. fan. <gasps> you know, Can I'm a, yes, a a, no honey. Yes. Can Superman be gay, Cody? Superman is gay. Superman's son, John, is, is gay. What the well, <laughs> what the hell exactly? What in the world? Well, the upcoming brand new film that we've been talking about on September 30th coming out, Bros, um, also stars love interest Luke McFarlane. Some of you might know Luke from Brothers and Sisters. I used to watch that show all the time. He okay. was told by his acting agent that Superman can't be gay. Oh, he revealed no. this as he missed out on roles because of his sexuality. Now, let's, for those of you who don't remember, Luke McFarlane came out in 2008 in an inter interview with The Globe. And that, okay. same, that same year that his beloved character, Scotty Wandel, tied the knot with Kevin Walker on Brothers and Sisters. I, I used to love that show. It was so good. I have well, never heard of this show before oh, in my life. My sister and I were huge brother and sister fans. It was ABC. It was so good. I'm going to pour some more wine because I love that show. Get and it. Salute to that. But it was drama. But 
McFarlane revealed that he was unable to secure roles after the drama ended in 2011. Quote, I can literally remember an agent once saying to me, Superman can't be gay. Like, just straight out, said the star who initially wanted to act in blockbusters such as G.I. Joe and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Quote, I do remember being frustrated seeing other actors and straight guys my age, and I never want to make it about that but thinking, why are they getting the parts? Why am I not getting them, he recalled. Well, the post brothers and sisters moment was scary for sure. I was like, dude, I'm the perfect age for this stuff. And it wasn't clicking for whatever reason. And Billy mm -hmm. Agner of Bros, his love interest in the upcoming romantic comedy Bros, told the publication, no one calls you and says, we found out you're gay, so we're not casting you. Yep. But my gut feeling is that he didn't get nearly the amount of opportunities that he should have, that he deserved, what a straight actor with his look and his qualifications and his training and his exposure was getting at the time. Wow. So... What do you think about this? It's all about timing in my mind, because even when I told this story, you know, I'm not uh, back in the day in 1998 when I moved to L.A. and I got a manager who was at the time Cloris Leinstrom's manager and oh. Sean Hayes's manager. And he immediately put me into acting class and I, I got some roles, you know, smaller bits and commercial mm -hmm. stuff. But I told the story several times on the show before, but just essentially it was like, butch it up. You're never, especially as a Latino actor. Yeah. All my opportunities in the late 90s were, were going to be the thug and things mm -hmm. of gang members, things that really, if you look at me, I don't now, thank God there are roles. I, I, I don't, I'm not that kind of character. I don't look that type. I mean, I guess as a good actor, I, which I wasn't good enough to really play that, mm -hmm. I think. But that was my only opportunities. And butch it up was the thing. So yeah. cut to 10 years later for this guy, McFarlane, mm -hmm. it's, he was being still being told, we are still in a new age of a lot of this queer entertainers coming to the fruition. And I think it's a great, amazing time that we're finally seeing them come to life but to have the very first in 2022 romantic comedy produced by a major studio billy Eichner's bros september 30th which we're all going to support oh yeah seems like wow it's a long time coming what are your thoughts on this i agree with you i think for too long now, we've been kind of boxed into one thing. And I think that is why I'm so adamant about queer artists playing queer characters because what other opportunities are afforded us at this time other than, you know, having our own representation in film and in TV and in music and whatnot. But I think that we're capable of more than that. And I think that we need to all strive to simply be human and really get to get to the humanity of of these characters that are coming out so and i don't know who this agent is but he's clearly not familiar with comic books because 2008 2009 2010 was really the start of what i like to call the queers in comics boom 
and which I attribute to there being so many more queer creators, artists, writers in comic books. And also because the comics code around that time completely went out of the, the window. It, they completely abandoned it. So you're saying 2000 and... 2011, 2010. Is when we saw a transition. Uh, yeah, because the comics code uh, is basically to... It's a, a set of guidelines set out oh. to so that not to uh, tempt impressionable minds. I was looking for the right word. I was like, let me not. <laughs> not to tempt impressionable young minds into doing quote unquote the wrong thing. So it's to, to make sure that there's no uh, juvenile delinquents out there. And I think that uh, uh, that all of the comic book studios, they threw it out the window by 2011. Marvel started it, but in the major one in 2010. I just love that we're seeing the finally the transition of seeing like representation happen. And it's crazy that it's barely happening in the last several years, but I love that it is. El Ray watching us. Hi, El Ray. I saw you on the beach uh, over the weekend. I might be going back. Um, El Ray says, I hope it's streaming. And yes, but we really need to visit the theaters to help make it a big blockbuster. Kelly Dad says, I noticed that when I log into Voc... Oh, do we want to... What is no. Kelly Dad saying? It's, it's oh, we're purely good? about production. Yeah. Are we okay? Yeah, I, I think we're okay, um, but we're going to reach out to Vocal and let them know what Kelly Dad you gotta refresh. Does everybody have to refresh their... I didn't, well, can't... Re yeah, they said that um, if we uh, if they log in before we appear on screen, um, then he has to he has to hit uh, be, hit unmute or refresh it. I'm actually going to screenshot this. Okay, and then also go to our YouTube channel as well. But hopefully, I'll everyone... see he's okay now. Okay, got it. And uh, Alan W says, "Sorry to be late, but love the hat, Cody. You're rocking it. Thank I told you. you, Cody. I was really worried. I was like, I don't know, maybe I'm overdressed. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. You look fabulous. All right. Well, good. Shall we move on, Cody? Yes, darling. Yes, okay. Darling. Let us move on to a New York Post story that caught my attention where a model... So this story is interesting because it's not necessarily related. It is related to our show. Oh, let me just tell you. A model in a crop top was sexually assaulted at a supermarket, and a lot of people were saying she asked for it. Well, she's an OnlyFans model, and the reason why I thought this story would be really relevant is we follow so many. We talk about OnlyFans superstars on this program all the time, and this could really happen. An OnlyFans model said she was sexually assaulted by a stranger inside a California supermarket, but many online commenters are blaming her attention-seeking outfit for inciting the man's illegal behavior. Now, there's a video of this. I'll post this on tagspodcast.com. But it's clear that the surveillance footage of the incident took place in Redwood City, which is really hop, skip, and a jump where I grew up in Fremont, California. Oh, so wow. interesting. Yeah. This man walks up from behind, touches my butt, according to the OnlyFans creator, and you see this in the video, and whispers in my ear, what's up, baby? Delacroix, who is the, the person in 
part uh, that is the one writing about this wrote beneath the clip which has clocked up to more than two million views i was in complete shock she said i'm in complete shock Yes, she says, I can't stress this enough. The model added, please be aware of your surroundings. In the surveillance footage, Delacroix can be seen clad in a crop top and biker shirts as she peruses the frozen meat section in the supermarket. And I think, first of all, the guy Mm -hmm. coming up to her, we can talk about that in a second, as we all can probably agree that never do that to anybody. Right. can you believe some of these comments? Quote, you're not at Gold's Gym. Wear clothes and this won't happen. One sniped. Another one. Why would you wear that to the grocery store? Another one asked. She wants attention. And a third chimed in claiming Delacroix was, quote unquote, get ready, asking for it. No. Uh, Before. Nope. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, I don't know if this this is a woman and women often go through things that maybe us men don't go through as much perhaps Mm -hmm. oh yeah is a fair statement yeah but i mean what were your thoughts when you heard this i was complete my jaw was just on the floor i couldn't believe it this is so insane disgusting yeah it really really is no matter what you wear no matter what you have on you're you're entitled to your bodily autonomy. Nobody should be coming up and touching to you, especially if you don't know them. That's It's absolutely ridiculous. This is the age of consent. We're all about consent now. Please just make sure that you are doing what you can to recognize that everybody has their own right to their personal space. It's just that simple. It's 20... But what year are we in 2022? 2022. <laughs> I mean, I forgot that quick. <laughs> what is it about people, though, that feel the need to blame victim or shame the person for what? I mean, here in New York City, it's particularly in the summer, and I say this every year, that we are so starved for sunlight and warm weather that mm-hmm. when we finally get those three months or so out and of the year. it's literally three months. And it's three months. <laughs> I mean, the yes, coat. the fall, autumn <laughs> in New York is lovely. But where we really get that summertime and we, and we get it here, that we really, less is more. I mean, we, we, we're running, I'm running around in, you're running around in crop tops. I'm practically shirtless. Hey, yes. it's, I mean, but that does not. Consent is a real thing, as Oz said, watching us live right now. Uh, consent, consent is a thing, right, Cody? Oh, one hundred percent. And I don't understand why people take it upon themselves to shame other people. You should really it it I, it feels like they're misdirecting their own uh, their own issues with that. So they 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 feel a little bit of guilt. In my opinion, I don't know them. I'm not really talking to them, so I have no idea. But to me, it feels like they have a little bit of guilt when it comes to this. So they want to shift that blame off to the other person. And they really shouldn't be. They should just be supporting that other person and saying, you know what? You you deserve respect at the end of the day. And, and this person does, no matter what they're wearing. Even in the club, you should never touch somebody like that, too. Sometimes people feel entitled or I'm in a space where it's allowed. It's never allowed to ever come. I mean, you try it, but you might get smacked in the face as if somebody ever touched me like that. I might smack somebody in the face. 
Somebody what touched is, me on the shoulder today. I was like, I don't, do I know you? And Joe was like, just leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> what are people saying before I move on? People are saying this story doesn't sound like 2022, Cody. That's why you are confused as to the date, sad. Because I, I, I completely blanked on what year it was. <laughs> uh, he, uh, Xavier goes on to say shaming women. Sounds very 2022, though, sadly. And Oz says people in bathhouses have better etiquette than that guy. Thank and that you. That is very true. <laughs> that is such a true statement. I love that. Absolutely. Thank you for commenting. All right. Well, we've got to move on. And sort of piggybacking on the last story, there is, can you post this in our comment section so people can oh, watch yeah. it, Cody? Because mm -hmm. I think people need to really, re I'll put this on tagspodcast.com. The question of the story is, and where do we find this magic Windex? So there is this great, looks like a TikTok video, although you couldn't really post this on TikTok. But okay. you probably don't get need us to tell you, um, they write in this story that doing chores doesn't get any less laborious as you get older. However, we could, if we could make men strip just by cleaning, you'd find us scrubbing the floors day and night. So as that's what happened in this clip, honestly, we have to confess how impressed we are, just how creative it is. In the clip, a guy is seen spraying a Windex-like bottle over a screen mm -hmm. with a, a man behind him who's playing a video game in his underwear. Okay. Well, he sprays the bottle, and after he wipes it away, the guy, he wiped away his underwear, and the guy is now showing his ass, which gives the whole idea that if you wanted to, could you, you know, basically be a voyeur and produce whatever you want with somebody like that it's essentially the last story is inappropriate but i guess it breaks the question forget the windex bottle but have you ever undressed people walking on the streets of new york with your eyes oh. cody i have all the time and to me this, let you this go is first loud. Okay. i do this all the time i undress so many people particularly like i said in the summertime here in new york city but it's all fantasy it's in my it it's there's a real going in my mind uh -huh. a production company happening no one's seeing it but me i'm the editor i'm the producer i'm the craft service i'm all the above and i get you to have this touch. movie in my head but it yeah. never exits this production studio here it just stays there in my world and that to me is okay it is i see nothing wrong with that you have <laughs> harmed no one you have not <laughs> impinged on anybody's personal space or their and it, it's all imaginary so yeah i see nothing wrong with that now this windex thing now if they're not <laughs> windex they're not, <laughs> if they're not familiar with one another and he's just making folks take clothes off then that is a problem that he needs to get consent first okay all right my final well, I, word and my final word is on the naked beach, there, you don't have to even imagine much. You don't have to Windex anything away because everything is it's out true. the front. I told the story last week of a guy that came up to me. My wingman called him over as we were sitting there. And as he was talking to me, got hard 
as he was talking about me and he said, I have to go because you're making me hard. And I was like, okay. So I didn't even have to Windex it away. I could see it. So my answer to all of this is go to the naked beach, go to the sauna or have a good imagination like I do and create your own production studio. Yeah, we, just... we were created with a beautiful imagination in our heads. It's a production studio. It's a theater. It's a live concert. It's all the above. <laughs> Use your imagination, just like it's the boy George Gladys Knight said. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, Ray. Where were you? I'll be back there this weekend. But okay, what oh, are people saying this before? weekend? I think so. Yes, Sunday. If you want to join me, I'll be there live and in person. <laughs> I said, mind. not gonna lie, that was hot. And I said, right. And El Ray says that was great editing. And I says, I imagine how I think people would have sex. And Alan W. says, I like to guess what kind of underwear guys are wearing. So I dress in my mind, too. And I think I might have to try that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oz says, Black Speech in San Diego is one of his favorite places. And, of course, El Ray was saying, where was he? So you guys got to meet up this weekend and make sure that you are imagining some things, maybe not imaginary some things. Okay, I like that. All right, well, let's move on to... Cody, what story do you want to do next? Let's go with... Rimming or Twitter? Or Twitter? Rimming, please. All right. I'll take rimming for a thousand, please. Take rimming for a thousand. I like that. (laughs) 21 rimming tips everyone should know, says Alexander Chivis. By the way, Alexander is a, he's a kink and leather, he's a part of the kink and leather community. He's a sex positive writer and blogger, and he wrote an article for The Advocate, we should shout out to him. I'll post. You can follow him on Twitter at Bad Alex Shivas, and I will post that on Tag's podcast. He listed twenty-one rimming tips everyone should know about. I loved the tips. Let me just say, you should at number one, you should love butts. You have to love butts, or more specifically, your special person's butt, and you have to think it's the cutest, sexiest butt ever and want to make the person feel good. Do you agree with that, Cody? Oh my goodness, 100%. (laughs) A nice butt makes ribbing so much more wonderful it makes it an enjoyable experience when you can just wiggle i i really like rimming that's why i picked this story got it apparently (laughs) when you can wiggle the butt just a little bit it is just so amazing and let me ask you this personal question let me ask you this personal question so I'm not looking at you right now. I can't because I have it on the story, so I can't see your reaction okay. right okay, now. But fine. I, this is so radio right now. I love this moment. <laughs> so let me ask you this question because I often hear this that, I, so for example, if I didn't do, I do a lot of squats. For example, I did squats today. I'm what you call a muscle butt. My butt has grown substantially over the years because I do a lot of squats, but it's a muscle butt. Okay. And you know the other type of butt where they just have sort of a nice jiggly butt? Do you mm-hmm. is there a 
answer the age old question, which do you prefer? Because I if I didn't do <laughs> if I didn't do those squats over all these years, I would have no butt, I think. And I, you were but I, too, so yeah, and, and it was all upper sure body. It's, but I've managed to get I've do so many and a heavy, heavy shout out to um uh, my person at the beginning Your of the trainer. show yeah oh. um it's it's a muscle butt so do you have a preference i don't think i do i think i like them i Ray just said all butts please and all you know what all butts, all are butts to the dance floor <laughs> <laughs> all butts are magnificent i i don't discriminate i think that as long as you take care of your butt and you make sure that everything is going good down there and it's not smelly or anything. I like hairy butts. I like smooth butts. I like muscle butts. I like butts. big I like... butts because I don't got <laughs> I got no. I like medium size to large butts. I don't like flat butts, unfortunately. So And listen, all you people out there that just have that nice butt out there, as you get older, you wanna be doing your lunges and your squats. Let me just tell you. You want to be doing them. Otherwise, because I think as men's bodies grow older, you lose the one thing you lose is that muscle tone, right? Wow, so you, gravity is a thing, and, bro. Yeah, and you don't even have to do like heavy lifting. Just do like sitting by your office chair. Just do a couple squats and you'll be good to go. Well, yeah. one of the things on this article by Alexander Shivas says he spends a lot of time in number two through eight okay talking about the cleanliness of the butt which i yes. would totally agree as somebody that likes to be eaten out oh is that what you call oh. it yeah I mean... i'm on that end i'm on the other i'm a you're an eater i'm an eater i like to be eaten out are you take out darling are you take out oh my i'm take out hi and take you out well you know um Let's move on. It's a good idea for the recipient to clean their butt beforehand, which obviously I agree with. He talks a lot about douching. He which and I really appreciated this. Don't over clean yes. um, because we've had Dr. Goldstein on. You can over douche. You know, one of my things. Again, I'm not even looking at. You can't see you, but um, okay. Pure for Men is on my regimen oh, now, and I yes. take it. Every night I take three of these before I go to, they were a former sponsor of ours. You could do your own version of, cause it's essentially, uh, what is it got it's in fiber. it? My boyfriend Cilium, did... Fiber, psyllium yeah. husks. Yeah. Fiber and beyond a good diet. This keeps my poop really consolidated. And if, when I do go to clean, like the article says, I will post this on tags podcast. I don't have to clean that much because of this product yes. or other products like it because they're not a sponsor right now. So I'm not going to totally push it, but <laughs> I'm saying, but you better they, get that plug in there, girl. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, uh, <laughs> but I was surprised that they talk about diet. He spends a lot of time on the cleanliness and not everyone craves a clean butt though. He wrote cody who are these people <laughs> can i ask you do you how do you like joe's ass on a plate 
in <laughs> roasted, <laughs> sautéed. Any, any, any way he serves it up to me, and I'm oh, I'm very okay. I'm wiping my mouth because I'm drooling a little bit. I don't know if you can see me. <laughs> I can't. I'm still not on the screen. <laughs> any way he serves it up to me, I'll take it because you know. His ass is amazing, and it's the most beautiful thing. Sometimes I kiss it goodbye, and I kiss. I forget to kiss him, but I kiss his butt still. Well, this okay. So number nine brings up a good point. Rimming is is about more than the tongue. Very it uh, aggressive rimmers will go straight for the hole and just look continuously in the same motion over and over, gradually pushing the tongue deeper and deeper in. While this can feel good, it gets boring after a while yeah. and can actually start to wear on the hole. Saliva dries out your skin and the hole is the last place you want to dry out, especially if rimming is for play for sex. Mm -hmm. Divide your tongue duty between hole and the hypersensitive area around it. Make designs and patterns like zigzags, spirals, concentric rings, horizontal licks, vertical licks, quick dots. Oh, yeah. Strokes and on and on. Tickle the hole with just the tip of your tongue, then thrust your tongue in as deep as it can go. Alternate between the wide, flat part of your tongue and the narrow, probing tip. Ooh, I feel like I'm reading an ad. And sometimes <laughs> just a little bit of a, a nibble goes a long way, too. Like, oh, yes, honey. So... The thing about varying your tongue movement, I'm a I'm an ass eating aficionado. I think I should write. Wow. Uh, <laughs> if you do the alphabet, you are doing good. If you go they said the, the alphabet on there, yeah. yes. Oh, it says it in this thing. I didn't I didn't get that far. Uh oh. No, that's okay. Yeah, but so if you do the alphabet, you're gonna you're that's a good place to start. Also, make sure that you are paying attention to the whole butt and not just the whole of the butt. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Absolutely. And when do you think it's a good time to go for? So obviously it's a big technique and play for you and Joe, but you now live together, moved in, dating for a long time. Mm -hmm. But when you meet somebody new, so I, in, in, in response to the John Sibley dating when he was getting ready, one of the things he talked about that we didn't get to on this past show, episode 395, was you need to talk about with your new partner and even in dating the importance of cleanliness. Do you think you should be ready to go in one of the early dates for that to happen? I don't think you should be that ready on date number one. In fact, I purposely on date number one would not, I would have my fibrous pill, but I okay. wouldn't douche on that day on purpose because I wouldn't want to go there on that okay. date. And, I'm, and that would be my prerequisite that I'm not going to go there on this date. So, because I know that I'm not 100% there. But on the second date, if I want to see you again, like some of the people I've been seeing, mm -hmm. then I'm going to go for not only the pill, but I'm also going to clean down there. Clean and out. then if he wants to go down there, I, I'll, it's an open market. Okay. All right. So that's cute for you. <laughs> Honey, it's not cute. It's hot. So I, I'm glad that you do that. And that's a good way to actually 
make sure that you stick to the <laughs> the rules that you have set for, and the guidelines that you have set for yourself. Me personally, I am looking to do it all on the first. I can do, you better be ready for everything because anything can happen on a first date with me. I haven't had a first date in a whole, almost two years now. So, oh, See, but, I don't do that anymore on the first date. I won't okay. go there on the first well, date anymore. I'm happy yeah. for you, honey. And you are entitled to that. But I'm saying... I am open to it all. I look. <laughs> you didn't. You, for me, I'm like a pinata. On oh. the second date, I turn into a pinata. You can bust <laughs> me open, and you will get the candy <laughs> that you have been looking for. But the pinata does not come out on the first date, honey. Okay, all right. Yeah. You gotta wait a little while for the pinata because the candy is, is a yummy goodness on the candy. inside. <laughs> <laughs> what are people saying before we move on? <laughs> The people are saying <laughs> cleanliness is holy in the ass eating. Holy is spelled H-O-L-E-Y, and, and it's got little parentheses <laughs> around it. Um, health and hygiene, of course. I'm just kind of skimming through and skipping. Skim through. Through, I don't read yours. I'm really, I'm sorry. It's all about the shape for us. So it, as long as it's oh. got that little bubble on it. So, and Xavier says no butts left unrimmed. I wish. Uh, if I wasn't in a relationship, can you cut the uh, wish out? <laughs> if I wasn't in a relationship, I would completely agree with him. <laughs> um, lick, bite, slurp, blow, hot breath, cheek slaps. Uh, it says Oz, and I say slap, smack it up, flip it, rub it down, just like BBD used to say. Um, and Bill Bib you know. Oh yeah, you know. Come on, come, come on know. now. Stevie, <laughs> you should write a book. Better yet, make a video. Oh, that's right. All and in Kelly the works. Video, yes. Oh, calm down. We've got to get this. Oh, go ahead. Oh, Alan says I hate to douche unless I know that we're going there. Yes, exactly. Don't overdouche, Alan W. That's the point of the story. All right. Well, a recent Reddit thread has us questioning got me questioning a little bit and i think you too cody yes. when uh posted by love sweet eight and this is the title of it are you as sick of gay men's obsession with their looks as i am hmm. i'm just so sick of these gay men that constantly talk about how they want to go to the gym all the time nothing wrong with being healthy he writes or how they want to be a muscle bearer, or how they need to lose five pounds in order to be considered attractive. I follow a lot of gays on social media, and they always have a post, and they always have to post a selfie while they are at the gym with the caption like, did you really work out if you didn't post a selfie, question mark, or something yeah. stupid like that. Very few gay men actually like the way they look. This is according oh. to this writer. Even the ones that claim to be quote unquote body positive. The same guys that say they are body positive act that way one minute and talk about how they are so ugly the next. It's so unattractive. It's like confident men don't really exist anymore. And if you find one, they are always in a relationship. I just find the constant insecurity about how you look to be a huge turnoff. 
Well, you can imagine this elicited a lot of comments, Cody. Oh, yes. Oh, um, yes. I have a lot myself. <laughs> let me just read a couple of them, like the first one, which I love. Sweeping generalizations aside, maybe don't follow a lot of gay guys on social media. It's not even a gay thing. It's a people thing. What do you expect? You do you. You complain about constant insecurity and that confident men don't exist anymore. Yet there you are complaining about what other people are thinking and doing. It sounds like you need to work on your own confidence and security. Confident and secure people aren't worrying about what others think or do when it has no bearing on them. And others went on to say very similar comments and said oh, yeah. a lot, actually. But, but this obviously struck a chord in people reading this Reddit thread. It did for me... The one thing I would... What were your thoughts, though, Cody? And then I'll I'll weigh in. I mean, I feel personally attacked because... <laughs> and this post sounds just like a lot of hateration and holleration in this dancery. And you know, me and Mary J. Blige, we're not here for that, okay? No, well, okay. Uh, yeah. I was going to sing a Mary J. song. I'm not going to... Go, hear. girl. Go. Do yeah. it. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Yes, I know that there are a lot of gay dudes obsessed with their looks out there, but you can't pin this purely on gay men. It's society. This society is obsessed with looks and it's, we've been socialized to see that as something that is positive for us. And I think that this poster just can't blame gay men. You have to look at society about this. So that's that. And as far as them, uh, the poster talking about how, gay men profess body positivity and then say they want to lose 10 pounds. That might be true, but give people some grace and see where that might be coming from. They may be uh, comfortable with their bodies, but who doesn't want to strive to be better? I think that that's part of me and <clears throat> and why I might say, oh my gosh, I'm, I, I, want, I just want to lose five more pounds because I want to actually be better. Yes, I love my body. I'm so proud of it. I work out all the time. And uh, you can see it on my Instagram, Mr. Maurice. <laughs> also, there is, is also the fact that was already brought up that people are insecure. And this is their insecurities creeping to the surface. So instead of hating and tearing people down, then just be true to what the the base of what body positivity is and just support them yeah this, and i have i have to say i wonder how old this person is because to be so concerned about social media uh, the one thing i know at my age now at 51 is i use social media for the show mm -hmm. and when i i say this all the time when i log on i see the few people that i follow but it's i use it i'd love to see what people are posting um i like you i'm always striving to be better i feel more confident than ever in my skin now and i don't yeah where when i looked like i had the eight pack abs back when i was actually 40 i didn't realize it and it was that much more insecure now i don't have that but i'm more secure in my body my feet are planted on the ground i am that much more confident so for me it took to getting to the to 50 to uh -huh. really finally and thank god i didn't have social media back in the day to really get involved in so when it really took 
a running start. I was already in my 40s and was like, yeah, it's not my thing. I use it, of course, but thank God it hasn't had an effect on me. But in my 50s, I would say with age, you lose a lot of that and you just become somebody that is, you're just trying to be the better part of yourself that you can be every single day. That's how I wake up every day. I think the the good gods that I am here and I take that step forward. Um, and that's all we can really say on that. I think. Yeah. yeah. What are people saying? Callie dead says it's not just the gays posting in the gym mirrors. Miss honey, miss honey. <laughs> El Ray says he sounds like he's not getting laid. I didn't say that. El Ray said that. Ooh. We love the spice. We yeah, love we the love the spice. shade. <laughs> Um, it's, uh, Callie Dead says it's also the gay adjacent and with a laughing face. Um, uh, Ray says, someone rim him, please. <laughs> Back to our other story. Yeah. <laughs> I like a good callback as much as the next man. And Oz says, my response to the post, mind your business, focus on self instead of what other people are doing. Absolutely. Do we have time for the next Reddit one before... Shock strap and thirst trap, Cody. You want to just do it really quick? Yeah, let's do it really quick. Okay. Um, the Reddit one, right? Yes. So this is, I don't know if it's really related, but somebody else, and this is totally posted by somebody else, posted by you bear underscore bottom underscore boosy, who wrote going to the gym to I like that name (laughs) yeah I I do too his title of his reddit thread writes going to the gym to fight depression a red flag or no in my personal opinion men who got to go to the gym to fight any mental health issues are doing it wrong gym isn't a healthy way to cope with mental health issues in my opinion therapy is the only way they'd be like They'd be like, therapy is expensive. Okay, how much money do you spend on the gym supplements and stuff? Oh my gosh, if you knew how much I spent. <laughs> or is I there just started calculating. <laughs> I know. Or is there something I don't get? You know, without reading into the comment sections on this, and you and I were talking about this offline, yeah. I, I definitely need to well we can call it going to the gym but i need to do some form of exercise almost every at least six days a week sometimes Mm -hmm. i allow like sunday or one day to just if lie on the couch and do my thing but at least six days a week i if i'm not in the gym which really does help with my mental side of myself Mm-hmm. Not deep depression, but I get into funks. And I know I've been working out for so many years, Cody, that mm-hmm. I know the benefits of working out and all those ferronins and all those things that go on. I also, it helps with my the way I see myself and the way yeah. I present myself, which is also helps with my mental state. Um, I go on walks here in New York. I walk all the time. That helps with just my well-being, seeing people. But these are things that exercise, if I do abs class here in my own. Anyway, I guess my point is, and I do have one, is that, yeah, if I was in deep depression, no, I probably, this would not be a good thing. But Mm -hmm. for daily, just the ebbs and flows of 
the emotions is particularly, and I'm going to say it in this climate, in this climate, we are all in this climate (laughs) that we all go through. You need something, whether it's a combination of meditation, yoga, Lincoln's class, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, you need it to stay mentally sane. Oh, yeah. I couldn't agree more. This just sounds like a coping mechanism to me. Anything to excess as far as a coping mechanism is concerned can be detrimental. You can drink too much. You can go to the gym too much. You can meditate too much. You fall asleep. You'll be asleep all the time if you meditate too much. So, (laughs) (laughs) But if you are using it in a healthy way, we're human beings. We all have stressors that affect our daily lives. If you're using a coping mechanism to deal with that stress in a healthy manner, then it's totally fine. You think you can do a lot of things in order to, sex can be a a coping mechanism. And I think that, you know what, if you do what you got to do, some people in the comments are talking about therapy and things of that nature. And I think that that is a, a definitely a good way to actually alleviate some stress but day to day, how often do you go to therapy once a week? Like day to day, you need some coping mechanisms to actually relieve the daily stressors of life. Right. And I think I was telling you offline, there was a current article that came out today about meditation and how meditation, even for one minute, doing it one minute a day. And even in that one minute where your mind goes to the street, you're hearing the streetcars, the yeah. taxi cabs, the horns. That's what meditation is because it's all about processing that, hearing it and processing it back to the moment that you are in. That's the Mm -hmm. point of it. And it's always going to be different. And so I think that that is a coping mechanism that can set the tone of the day for you. And but you can go on from that, like we said, working out and all kinds of work. And it doesn't even have to be the gym. I mean, this guy focused on the gym, but taking a walk is a workout. Running, running, but gardening, garden. Yes, absolutely. There's so many things. Yes, absolutely. So anybody else saying anything before we move on to our last and final thirst trap, I think is what we're going to Cody. Yes. Cody. Oh, now I can't hear you. Cody. I heard you. I'm going to put thirst trap in there in the comment section. Uh, Can you hear me, Cody? Okay. Say something. Oh, we just lost you like for a second. Check your. I'm checking up. Oh, Oh, there you are. I'm back back. now. Woo, Jesus. I was like confused. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. We're we're both back. We're both back. Bear with us back on our new home here on Vocal. It literally just logged me off for my audio. I know. That's so weird. This is why I don't always like changing homes sometimes because things you liked about the old home. I like the old balcony on the the bedroom (laughs) and my closet better. But yet we have the rooftop over here. I, mean, I literally just... had panic all over my face. Panic on the... <laughs> no panic. No panic. All right. We're back. And we're it's back. time for our favorite game called Thirst Trap, where straight up gay porn does a really good job of putting these together. Right now, they asked the question this week, which one of these 11 
gay porn stars took the best photo or video. I will post this on tagspodcast.com. You watching us live can weigh in. But essentially, it's our job on an audio podcast to vividly describe which one took our breath away. I think Ooh. I'll start. There were so many. Re- Out of 11, it was a slow week. I, <laughs> I thought you were going to lie. I was. Not- <laughs> you see that one eyebrow? Right I was. <laughs> You see my new eyebrow? <laughs> my new eyebrow cannot lie. Oh my goodness. Oh, and goodness. because my new eyebrow with the slit in it cannot lie, <laughs> I, there's, you know, I love media at this time of the year because at this time of the year, it's slow time. If you notice, all your broadcasts are off the air right now. Everybody's in Mykonos or Saint-Tropez or <laughs> you were the crazy two that are still in town. But so things aren't really that great right now. And so that's why they came up with it. That being said, I have to shout out to Sean Xavier, who looks delicious. Yes. Oh, my yes. God. He's got... Just he looks like he's in Vegas or somewhere. African American, beautiful man, beautiful smile. That dick of days that goes down like nine inches unerect. I'm like loving it, but I'm gonna go with Daniel Piotti. Piotti. Oh, is okay. that the one that I liked? I believe so. Yes. Who? We were laughing offline. He's got oh really... yes, that guy. Oh yeah, my so he's goodness. got this. So first of all, he's taking a selfie of himself, which looks like he's in the bathroom. He's got this beautiful hairy chest and really beautiful, yummy dick that it's I would love thick. to suck. It's it thick. It's thick yummy, and, nice. and the balls are nice. He's the cute. Parts that, yeah, he's cute. Very cute. The one thing we were laughing at was the pulled out towel rack from behind him horrible it's it two holes in the wall i'm like what's going on with this man the mirror <laughs> that is living. the mirror that is speckled with you know when you brush your teeth too much and it specks on the mirror and you're like i gotta clean this mirror he wipe hasn't cleaned down, that honey, wipe okay. it down <laughs> and lastly the double phone so he's double phoning it he's got one where he's taking the selfie and a red one what's that other burner phone doing on the counter <laughs> Mr. Piotti. I don't I need, know. I mean, what's going on here? I'm not here for the trap livingness. Um, uh, this but was... on this final days of summer, I'm here for it, and he gets my vote. What are the people okay. saying? Or who's your vote, actually? Yes, it was slim pickings for me this week. Uh, you know, it's was... the final days of summer. It's You're you right. know. It's okay. We're lucky we have this audience. Thank it's you very true. much for it's watching. True. Thank you guys for so much for coming through. We love you guys. Thank so you for much. not being in Mykonos and watching us. <laughs> right <laughs> it's like they're all but going back to the thirst traps it's like they're all really cute and then that one thing and in uh daniel peyote's case like five different things it would make it make me throw them out with the bathwater. the bit throw the baby out with the bathwater. but so sean xavier and of course we already talked about him he's gorgeous and gorgeous. but my vote is going to sir peter he's all the way at the bottom oh let me see it's okay. a video and he's outside oh. doing some naked gardening and all he has on is a bucket hat and i think does this hat work for a bucket hat can i go gardening yours is you're giving me come on come on come on come on <laughs> Come a chameleon. 
it's very dun, 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 dun. yes but i think i'm gonna just wear it for for gardening. i think you should wear it for disco oasis oh that's a that's an idea but i'm gonna have to switch my whole judge up i'm gonna okay. have to just switch everything up this so, look right now would work if you were to come to disco oasis oh yeah this old 100 yeah <laughs> what are people saying because we are way over time okay yes um dan damage uh xavier says dan damage and his bouncing balls were a mental workout alan w's <laughs> sean xavier is huge but i like daniel piotti nice thick cock cock and Callie Dad says Sean Xavier followed closely by Kylan Kiddo. And Callie Dad says Kylan Kiddo, Twink of the Week. Twink of the Week. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much, you guys, for spending your Wednesday night on this final days of summer and on, on our new home on Vocal. We really appreciate it. You can always follow us at Tags Podcast, at Tags Podcast on social media. Follow Mr. Maurice at Mr. Maurice on Instagram. He's a life coach too at KMD Coaching. Thanks, guys. So much fun. Thank you, Cody. Night, guys. Thank you, Steve. Love and you. In, we love you. In the meantime, continue having hot gay, gay sex. sex.